Welcome to Your Change, a broadcast aimed at revealing grace and empowering transformation. Through the revelation of God's undeserved, unearned and unmerited favour, we are committed to helping you make better changes in life for life. Welcome our first preacher, Yana. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, I'd like to welcome you to our great takeover. Amen. I would like you to turn to your neighbor and say, hello, neighbor. I am so privileged to be sitting next to you this morning. Thank you for coming to sit next to me. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. Amen. Like I said, I'd like to welcome you to church this morning. It's just such a wonderful day, you know. It's just, it's sunny outside and we've had a good time in the presence of the Lord. We've praised, we've worshipped. And now we're going to get into the word of God. Amen. Okay, cool. So I would like to make a few special mentions before I start preaching. I would like to first of all thank the pastor of our house, Pastor Danny and Minister Winnie. We love you so much. We are so grateful for this opportunity to minister in this house. I would like to welcome my mom. Um, I came from her. Um, and I want to welcome my grandma. My mom came from her. So I want to thank them for coming. I didn't even know they were coming. Um, <laughs> I want to welcome my friends. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Mamenemuno, Mrs. Mamenemuno has known me since I was 13. So she's seen me be very stupid in life and also sometimes wise, I hope. Amen. I would like to welcome everybody from uh, Luton Church, everybody who's visited us from other AFM churches. We want to say thank you for visiting us. We want to say especially thank you to Mr. and Mrs. Mulambo, our friends in ministry. We love you. We thank you so much for coming to join us. Finally, we have Mrs. Mulambo in Ebenezer. We are so happy. Amen. We want to thank Patience for coming as well to support our lovely, lovely, great worship team. Amen. I also want to make a special mention to my twin, my friend, my best friend, my the pastor in my house who's always encouraging me and telling me that I can be better, that I can do better. The father of my daughter, the most handsome guy in the room. Look at him. I just wanted to make a special mention of him. I want to say um, also thank you very much to the board for this opportunity. Elder and Mama Samende, we love you. Thank you so much. And I also want to welcome Gogo Samende. She's just, I hope that when I'm as old as her, that I will still be praising God and coming to church. Amen. Right, let's get into it. If you have a Bible, I hope you have a Bible. I hope you have one on your phone. Young people, can we turn our Bibles to 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 1? Okay, so today I'm going to be talking about what we can do to add to our salvation to make our salvation worth something. Amen? So it's like those of us who have given our lives to Christ, and I'm speaking in it specifically to the young people, um, but um, the older people, we can add it. The ones who are young in Christ, we can also add it to our own lives. But um, maybe you've given your life to Christ 
and you, they said, um, someone said to you, if you want to give your heart to Jesus, put your hand up. Or if you want to give your heart to Jesus, say this prayer. And you said the prayer. And then afterwards, it was like, yeah, nothing happened. Nothing changed. And if you were, if you were not praying before, you're still not praying now. If you didn't um, understand the word of God before, you still are not doing it now. If you were particularly argumentative before you gave your life to Christ, the likelihood is if you haven't been doing what we're going to be talking about today, you will still be the same person now. Amen. I'm going to read um, 2 Peter chapter 2. No, 2 Peter chapter 1. I think I will read first of all from the New American Standard. And then we're going to go to the message version. That's what we're going to be dwelling in, dwelling on rather. Amen. So... I'll read from verse. I'll read from verse two only because um, my pastor's taught me don't read a verse from halfway. Okay, so Second Peter chapter two, verse one: Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of our Je- and of Jesus our Lord, seeing that His divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the. Through, through the true knowledge of him who has called us by his own glory and excellence. For by these he has granted to us his precious, magnificent pro- promises, so that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped corruption that is in the world by lust. Verse 5. Now for this very reason also, applying all diligence in your faith, supply moral el- excellence, and in your moral excellence, knowledge. To your knowledge, self-control, and in your self-control, perseverance, and in your perseverance, godliness, and in your godliness, brotherly kindness, and in your brotherly kindness, love. For if these qualities are yours and are increasing, they render you neither useless nor unfruitful in the true knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these qualities is blind or short-sighted, having forgotten his purification from his former sins. Amen. I know it's a lot to take in, but I just want to point out a few things. So Paul is saying that we should add all these things. We should diligently add them. When he says diligently, it means with all your effort, with all your might, with all your power. The same way that when your parents are trying to tell you that, um, I don't know, what do we like to do nowadays? Netflix. As much as you're, uh, uh, no, 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 no. Something that you have to actually actively rebel because uh, Netflix is in our house. Our parents pay for the subscription. It's true. Um, so as much as your, your parents are telling you, oh, I don't think you should go to that party, the way that you make ways and means to escape the house, to go to that party or to go to that ga- gathering is the same way that you need to be diligent in adding these things to your faith. So once you are born again, okay, I'm going to use, I'm going to use this word and I'm going to have to explain it to the ones who are young in Christ. So the word that I'm going to use is gallist. Okay. The young people, do you know what I mean? Young people, do you know what I mean? You don't know what a gallist is. Okay. So a gallist is a guy, usually a young guy whose main intention is to round as many young women as possible. Okay. His main achievement is to have as many numbers as possible. And the way that he can show that up is by when he's around his friends, he can just call a girl or he can say, come here or meet me at this place. Or the point is that he has so many girls on the run at the same time. Okay. 
but this gallist doesn't have good intentions towards these girls. Am I making sense? Okay. So, I'm sorry, my husband, can I use you? Because I can't really use anyone else. Okay, so he can't be a gallist anymore. He's married, okay? That's why I picked him. Okay, so this is our gallist. He's given his life to Christ. He's born again. Amen. Now, the first thing that the Bible says, and I'll read from the, from the message version first. Second Peter chapter 1, I will read from verse 5. It says, so don't lose a minute building on what you have been given, complementing your basic faith with good character. Amen. So we'll give him good character. Okay. We've given him good character. What does that mean? It means that now my gallist is not going to be calling girls at 1 a.m. in the morning saying, come to my house or meet me for a movie or Netflix and chill. Thank you. Do we know what Netflix and chill is? Those who are young in Christ, do you know what Netflix and chill is? Let me, okay. I don't even know how to say this behind a pulpit, so I won't. But Netflix and chill is you invite someone over to come to your house to watch Netflix and do other things. And chill. And we call it Netflix and chill. Okay. So as a gallist, you'd be able, especially if you're at university or whatever, you know, there's no mom to say no girl can come to the house. There's no dad to say this is not good. Even the girls, there's nobody to tell you don't go out at this time. So you're away at uni. The first thing, good character. Some, some versions call it moral excellence. Okay? You have to be morally excellent. Excellence is something that is ever increasing. It doesn't stop. It's always getting better and better and you increase. Amen. So, Mr. Gallist, now when you see girls, you don't, you, you don't say, you don't say Netflix and show. You don't say, hey, how are you doing? My name is Emmanuel. You say, Hi. My name is Emmanuel, and I would like to introduce you to this guy that I know. His name is Jesus. Amen. So now, instead of leading girls to the bed, you're leading girls to the cross. Amen. Amen. Right. So now that our gallist has got a good character, that also means that he doesn't lie anymore. Okay? He doesn't, he doesn't lie anymore. He doesn't, he's not rude anymore it's it's a good character people like to be around him because he has a good character he's starting to look like jesus amen so the next thing that we're gonna add is spiritual understanding in the message version it says complementing your basic faith with good character and then after that you add spiritual understanding in other versions it talks about adding knowledge amen young people we don't know the word of god we know how to we know how to hack, we know how to download things, we know how to um, we know how to firm it. So firming okay, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to keep translating. But firming it is um, withstanding something. Am I explaining it correctly, guys? Just taking it, just taking the bullet. So for example, if you're mom is having a go at you and you disagree with her but you can't be asked so you just stand there and take it it's called firming it are we understanding amen okay so we, we we so you need to know why we have to honor our parents we need to know why it's not good to netflix and chill 
And the only way that you can know that is by knowing the word of God. And how do we know the word of God? We expose ourselves to it. One of the ways that we do it is by coming to church on Sunday. The Bible says that um, God has given us pastors to feed us with understanding. That's what Pastor Danny is here for. That's his job. Let him do his job. Amen. We have to be able to have a real conversation about why we do things and why we don't do things. We had a really, I'm not going to tell, tell the details of this conversation, but we had a really interesting conversation with the young people this week on WhatsApp. And I realized that sometimes they don't understand why they're doing what they're doing. So they think that they know, but in actual fact, you don't know. And unfortunately, until you get to a certain age, you will not know. And the best thing that you can do is to believe us. Because I've also, I was also 15. I also caused problems for my mom. If you ask her after church, she'll tell you that I also used to come home late. She'll also tell you that she beat me once because I came home late. She will tell you. I also used to be that person. But now, my understanding has changed. Amen. My spiritual understanding has changed. I have sat, I have sat with the word of God and allowed the word of God to change me somewhat. Now my firming it is not just for firming it's sake. Because sometimes we firm it because... We don't want, we don't want to, there's no point in arguing, but you're not actually understanding what the parent is saying. Are we understanding? And I know it sounds like I'm coming out on the parent's side, but I have never, I've only just been a parent one year, but I've been a teenager and I know what it's like. Amen. Right. So, to, oh, okay. Sorry. So one thing I forgot. You have to know why you stop doing things. Amen. You have to know why we stop doing things. You have to know. You, you have Everything that you do has to have a scriptural background. Everything that we do. Everything that we say has to have. A, you, you should say that when, Je, when Jesus, anytime Jesus had a problem, he always quoted the word of God. And if you are a Christian, that means that you should also be able to quote the word of God when you have a problem even when you don't have a problem. So why do you go to church? Because the Bible says, forsake not the assembling of the saints. Amen. Why should I not be rude to, the, to my mom? Because the Bible says that children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. I could give more examples, but I don't want to make people feel uncomfortable. Amen. But you get the drift, isn't it? Okay, so the next one that we're going to add is self-control, but it is also called, in the message version, okay, so it says alert discipline or self-control. What do we think we mean by self-control? Knowing your limitations. Anybody else? Resisting temptation. Anybody else? Okay. Not crossing my boundaries. Thank you. So um, there's a preacher called Andy Stanley. He talks about it as having guardrails. So you know when you're driving in the motorway, there's a hard shoulder. Why do we have the hard shoulder? So that if we have an accident on this side, it's not going to affect the other side. So it keeps you in check. Amen. And that is what self-control is. And even though self-control says self-control, it is not a fruit of self. So you cannot do it by yourself. 
it is a fruit of the Holy Spirit, or it's a fruit, it's, it's a fruit of having the Holy Spirit. Amen. My friend Fadzi is so good at this. She just doesn't do anything willy-nilly. She, she doesn't. I think maybe that's why she's in my life, to teach me self-control. You, you, ha you, you have to think to yourself, okay, as I am going, as this person has called me, as this gallist has called me to Netflix and chill, okay, I have gone to his house at night, number one. I have gone and there's nobody else there, okay? There's nobody to tell me to leave. There's nobody, there's not even a third person. So whatever happens, it will be the two of us. And then some, and some girls will lie to themselves and, they, and they'll say, well, it's fine. Like, I only allow a little bit of kissing or I only allow a little bit of this and then we'll stop. But if you had the fruit of self-control, you would know that I cannot go because I don't know where my line is. I don't know where, where stop. And I, you don't even know if you say stop that he will stop. You don't know that. So the message version says, and I like this, it says alert discipline. Have you ever seen someone who's alert? Have you seen a meerkat? They stand like this. They're always looking about. They're always like, and then they're like, and then they're like this. They, 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 they're always looking around. And that's what you need to be. You need to always be looking around. You need to always be looking around at your behavior. You always need to be looking around at your character. You always need to be looking around at the friends that you keep. You always need to be looking around at the words that you're speaking. Amen. You always need to be looking around what you're watching. What, what is on your Netflix? If I go on your Netflix right now, what will I see? If I go on your YouTube right now, what will I see? If we go on your Snap, thank you. There's some young people, they won't even allow us to see their snaps. What is on there? Who are you following? This word discipline means disciple. It means to follow. I was talking to a, a group of young people a few weeks ago, and he was saying he has 700 followers. And he follows almost just as many people. So that means he is a disciple of all of those people. He is following all. So you, you're just clicking follow, isn't it? But you, 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 you don't. You're also following what they write. You're also following what they post. And all of that is coming into you. It's all coming into you. There's a young girl who, on Instagram, actually, um, she started following somebody or a group of people who were into self-harming. And she eventually became depressed. And then she eventually killed herself. And when she died, Instagram was refusing for her parents to have access to the Instagram account because of privacy, whatever, whatever, whatever. And she was discipling these things and her parents couldn't see. I'm not saying that your parents should, in, in, in fact, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even going to say that, but I'm not saying that parents should be going through your stuff or anything like that, but if you are alertly disciplined, you will not fall into that trap. You will not go there. You won't have a situation. There's a very young girl, she's maybe, maximum she's 19 years old, she's beautiful. And she has razor marks all the way down her arm. 
all the way down her arm. And it makes you think, what have you gone through in life that makes you feel like I need to harm myself to make myself feel better or I don't deserve this or I've done something so bad that I need to continuously be self-harming? Be alert, guys. Be alert. Be alert. Be alert. It's like... When, when, you're, when you're following something or where you're, when you're going somewhere or when you have a group of friends, you become like them. You become like him. If, if you look at your friends right now, that is who you look like or who you will look like. If you didn't know, I'm telling you now. If you don't believe me, me now, most of my friends are married. Most of my friends are Christians. The ones who are not Christians, we're working and we're praying, God, praying to God for them. But a lot of my friends look like me. They're not, I don't have friends who don't have the same problems as me. Amen. I am also not saying that shun those who are in the world. Because sometimes you're the only Jesus they'll see. That's why you need that good character. That's why they need to know that there's something different about Samantha. I don't know what it is. But there's something different about Samantha. Amen. The last one that we're going to add. I mean, there are three more after this, but I think as young people, if we take small bites, it will help us. The next one that we're going to add is passionate patience. Other versions call it perseverance. In this day and age, we cannot wait. Uh, can you open Psalm chapter 62, verse 5 for me, please? We cannot wait. We can't, we can't just... The only thing we can wait to do is binge. That's the only thing that we can do. We can only binge. That's the only thing we can do sitting in one place. If you want food, just put it in the microwave. It will come out. If you want something, uh, I mean, I, if something is not on Amazon Prime, I would rather pay the 10 pounds more for it to come today or tomorrow because I cannot wait. It must come today. I want it now. But I don't need it till Saturday or whenever next I need it. You have to be patient. You have to be passionately patient. Those of us girls, and I'm talking specifically to girls because, again, I'm a girl and I've lived it. And I've probably, if you, I'm telling you, after church, go and talk to my mom. Um, it's like you think you know. You think you know. You think you know what's best. You think, you, and you don't even... You don't even want to, even though, even though you're firming it and you're listening to what they're saying, you're not actually taking it in. And then there are also times when mom has overreacted or dad has overreacted. In that moment, you need to be passionately patient. Because I'm also my mother's first child. And she had also never done it before. And unlike your iPhone, you don't come with instructions. Your character didn't come with a set of instructions. Your rudeness didn't say troubleshooting. When your child is rude, do this. That is not how it worked. So you have to, pay, you have to be patient with the fact that 
they are also learning, guys. They are also learning. And parents, forgive me if I'm speaking out of turn, but I just feel like it's, 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 it's also, it's, you're also learning. I, I, have, I have a child now, and every time I see her, I'm like, God, <laughs> when the real parenting starts, will I be able? Because it hasn't been easy to parent me. I know that. There were times that I made it specifically difficult just to be difficult for the sake of being difficult. And I know that you guys do it as well. To win a point or to get them to submit. Because at the moment, at the moment, sometimes our parents are busy. And if you push enough, every little step is a submission. Every little step is a submission. Every little step is a submission. Parents, I'm not saying be, be extra strict, okay? But what I'm trying to say is that just be mindful that they are also learning. They have to learn you. They have to raise you. They have to provide for you. They have to take care of you. They have to produce Jesus in you. That's their job. They that's what they have to do. Because unfortunately, Jan and Emmanuel will only see you every other week for 40 to 45 minutes. And that is not enough contact time to have an impact. It's not enough. All I'm trying to say is nothing happens quickly. Sorry, Psalm 62 verse 5. God, the one and only, I'll wait as long as he says. I will wait. So that means that I will read my Bible until God says something to me. I will pray until God says something to me. I will listen to the word of God until something has started to change in my life. Unfortunately, guys, Pastor Danny, you see how Pastor Danny preaches every week. It's not by magic. It's not a joke. He has gone to school specifically to learn that. He has, even after that, he, he, reads, he reads books. He reads books, plenty books he's reading all the time. Always thinking, how can I make it better? How can I improve? How can, we, how can we empower people? How can we transform people? How can I help the youth to become better? He's, and it doesn't happen, again, by magic. He has to wait. He has to wait on God. And he has to trust God that he will see the vision that God has given him. So as you see young people who can preach and pray and do all these kinds of things, they have waited. The Bible says he makes all things beautiful in his time. In his time, not Yana's time. Not even Pastor Danny's time. Let us be patient as we are in worship. Be patient. Be patient. Don't think, oh, this, this worship has gone on too long. Why are we still here? Don't think like that. Don't think Pastor Danny has gone on too long. Don't think like that. The word that he's preaching or that is about to be preached in 30 seconds as you're thinking that is for you. 
but you have to wait to hear it. So let, 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 let us learn to wait. Let us learn to wait on God. And sometimes it starts by just five minutes. The next day, ten minutes. Or maybe not even the next day, ten minutes. The next day, five and a half minutes. The next day, six minutes. The next day, six and a half. And then by the end of the, the year, you'll be at one hour spending time in the presence of God. Because that is the only way that we can change. The Bible says, I think it's in Ephesians chapter 4. Uh, maybe in the 20s, I don't know. It says, this is the King James Version. It says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Okay, so now our mouths are also our Snapchat, our Instagram, our WhatsApp, our statuses. Though that is our mouth nowadays. Let no corrupt, and, but you won't know that unless you spend time in the word of God. There is not enough time for Pastor Danny to go through the Bible on Sunday morning. There's also not enough time for you to understand the word of God on Sunday morning. Sunday morning is like a starting point. It's like, um, yeah, it's a match for you to then make into a massive bonfire. It's for you guys. Your Christianity is for you. I cannot express that enough. It's for you. God does not have grandchildren. He only has children who know him directly. Amen. Anyway, the reason that I'm telling you all this, can we go back to message Second uh, Peter chapter 1? Thank you, my beautiful gallist husbands. I love you. It says, with these qualities active and growing in your lives, no grass will grow under your feet. No day will pass without its reward as you mature in your experience of our master Jesus. Without these qualities, you can't see what's right before you, oblivious that your old sinful life has been wiped off the books. Amen. The reason I'm telling you this is so that your Christianity is fruitful. Mainly because I don't want your Christianity to fail. I don't want it to fail. That is not why Jesus died on the cross. Jesus died on the cross so that, number one, we could be saved. And then, number two, so that we could be disciples to make other disciples. If my generation, no, if elder's generation passes away, Pastor Danny's generation passes away, my generation passes away, you are what's left of Christianity. So now it is up to you guys to be the Pastor Danny. You, you will be the pastor, Danny's. You will be the minister, Winnie's. You guys. But you can't be that. and you, you can't be that if you don't spend the time. If you don't develop. If you don't add to your faith. Yes, we believe in Jesus. Yay! That's good. What are we going to do now? How are we going to add to it? How are we going to be better? How are we going to be bigger? As a young person, you find new ways to be naughtier every day. You find new ways to lay your hair. You find new ways 
to uh, praise, what games console do you have? Pardon? You have an Xbox, okay. F oh, yes, FIFA, a new FIFA comes out every year. How come your Christianity is not changing every year? Every year, you get a new phone. How come your Christianity is also not growing? Can we see any, any, <laughs> on your screen time, can we see the version app? Can we see a Bible? Is it there? Is it, is it even on the app? Or is it one of the ones that has been moved to the cloud because you don't open it? I really hope you understand my heart and what I'm trying to say to you. I am not, I'm not here to attack you. I'm just here to help you see that your Christianity can grow. The same way that, girls, your makeup game has gotten better. Your eyebrow game is on point. Okay? Your Christianity can look like that. Your faith can be that way. In fact, because of the Holy Spirit, your faith can be even better than that. Praise. Your Christianity and the way that you worship through keyboard can be better than you beating Emmanuel on FIFA 10,000 times. It can be better. But you have to work on it. You have to add, you have to have good character first. Okay? To that, you have to add spiritual understanding or knowledge. Know why we do things. Know why we don't do things. If somebody says something in the Bible, say, show me. Explain it to me. I also want to know. Because they've gone to read the Bible and they've told you, for all you know, it might not be there. So ask to see it. And then we said what? What was the next one? Self-control or alert discipline. Watch yourself. Think about what you're doing. Think about where you're going. As you're clicking follow or watch. Look at what's going on. And then patience. Passionate patience. Mrs. Mlambo is not here. She is a picture of patience. She is, ah, to me, she's a real Christian. And, okay, I'm going to, I'll say this in short and then I'll try to translate. Kanaka Netswashwakaita say, Haangoti Vuvu. So no matter how much she is, <laughs> she, she, she doesn't just explode willy-nilly. She's not like that. She's patient, like her name. I mean, she's properly patient. If you can, I would just like for us to stand up. I finished. I would like for us to pray for ourselves. You know which one of those characters you are particularly lacking in? You know which ones you would like? I mean, you need all of them. You need all of them. But maybe for today, young people, let's start with good character. Let's start to look like Jesus. Amen.
so that we would be blameless before him. So that the grace of God does not come to nothing. Amen. Let us pray. Our Lord and Heavenly Fathers, we come before you one more time. Thank you for tuning into Your Change, a broadcast aimed at revealing grace and empowering transformation. To interact with us, please visit our website at afmimmiltonkeens.org or follow us at Ebenezer Fellowship AFMIM on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also interact with Pastor Danny on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For easy access, the links are in the description.